What's up, Universal Nerds? That's right, Universal Nerds, because we are Universal Nerds. Guess who's back? Back again. The days. Chad and Paula's back. <laughs> Tell a friend. You like that? That's pretty good. good. song. Yeah, that should be our theme song now. How you doing? I'm I'm good, except my voice is struggling a little bit. It must be like post COVID something. Oh. I don't know. Oh yeah, you I'm did have COVID. So blame it on COVID. Yeah, we did take a, a couple weeks off during the holidays for the holidays and the regroup, and uh, Paula had actual COVID. I did, and but you were sick before that too. We don't know if it was COVID <laughs> or not, but you had lost your voice for a while. Uh-huh. It was, and you tried to talk, and then you would just have these coughing fits. Yeah, it was it just terrible. Wasn't coming. It wasn't happening. It was terrible. But I think one time we did actually try to record. We got like just a couple of minutes in, and you're just like, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, cough fest every time. But we're back, so thank you. I I've been looking at the numbers, and people are still listening. So we are excited to be back. This is a new year. Happy New Year's to everybody. Except I I learned today you don't say Happy New Years because it's just one year. So you say Happy New Year. So you you want to know something? I secretly make fun of people who say Happy New Years all the time, and I don't want to be that person that like corrects all the time or says that's not right. But in my mind, I'm secretly thinking, it's just New Year. It's it's a new year. It's not New Year's. Well, Happy New Year Feliz to everybody. Año Nuevo. Si. Yes, we are excited <laughs> to do this podcast. These, the, uh, I guess we should say, I'm Chad, joined by Paula. This is the Daydreaming of Universal Studios Hollywood podcast. We are back, and we're going to be doing this show. And we will have a new episode every Friday this whole year. And we're excited because I think this is going to be an exciting year. Everybody, as we know right now, is super excited about one special thing. Do you know what that is? Super Nintendo World. Yep. And we've talked about it in the past, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit. I did a little bit more research on this because today, so this episode won't be coming out till tomorrow. We're in the future, tomorrow. But today they decided to come out with the past member preview reservations. Um, So you can snag a reservation to preview Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Hollywood. What does that mean? You got to be an annual pass holder. Uh Uh-huh. And then you can go online. So if you are, you can go online today, which is, what is today? The 5th? It's the 5th. Right. So you can go online and reserve your spot to be able to go in there before it opens. So the official grand opening is on February 17th. Um, But if you're a pass holder and you get on there, you will be able to go there beforehand on select dates between January 29th and February 11th. That's right around the corner. Yes. And unfortunately, we're not able to go yet. I know. For... Because for several we're, reasons we're but poor mostly <laughs> number one reason we're poor um so yeah you go online and um, you can go right on the universal site and do it and they start they started at 1 30 today so some of the event offerings access to the park during regular operating park hours uh, the opportunity to preview super nintendo world before the official grand opening to the general public Access to the to ride Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge. Explore, yeah. So yeah, that was I was going to ask. How <clears> many <throat> rides are in, Just in one. Super Nintendo World? 
Just one, but there's more to it. There's more to the world, and and I'll probably get into that a little bit later. Um, but so some of the other things, if you're you know a pass holder and you get to go into this, you get to uh, explore the world of Super Mario and enjoy interactive play. So that is one of the things that you can do. There's a I don't know how much we've talked about it in the past, but for forty bucks you can buy this uh, like a little watch thing that keeps track of your points so throughout Mm -hmm. the park there are power-ups just like the game so you put your fist in the air and (laughs) and you can keep track if you don't have the little power-up band it won't keep track everybody can play it but you need that so i can just see you walking around like power up oh man and yeah for sure um let's see what else is there access to select retail and food and beverage locations within the world and so a few things that you need to know before you go if you are one of these lucky people that get to go to attend this event you are required to check in in advance of your pre-selected reservation time Uh, you have to check in at the globe gardens that's located outside the park on the pathway between frankenstein parking and security entrance we recommend checking in one hour prior to your pre-selected reservation time for guests who have reserved the 10 to 12 slot we will begin check-in time by 8 30. check-in tables will close at three each attendee will need to present their valid annual season pass to be scanned along with the reservation confirmation email. So it's a lot. It's a uh, man, a lot of steps that you have to go through, I think in order to yeah, do it's this, a little but, but I mean, if you're one of those people that want to be there before and you want to be one of the very first people to see it, how cool would that be? Yeah. It'd be amazing. You just got to plan it out. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like you that love this kind of thing, planning things out, and that's just what you got to do, and I can support you in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to go. That would be awesome. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are exciting. So that's kind of the news. I mean, there's not, not a ton because that's what everybody's talking about right now, but that's what I wanted to do this episode about is the sound stages. So... Paula just asked me what a soundstage was, and we know this is a working movie studio lot where they've made tons of TV series and movies, and in particular, there were four stages, sound stages that were um, demolished in order to make this land, and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight, some of the history of them, some of these overlap, but... We're going to go through each of those sound stages and... You said there were four total? Yeah, there were four. So they That's were, crazy to me that this big giant building, basically, that they're just able to create movies inside of. Yeah, and once you start... Because you haven't read any of these, but once you start reading some of these and seeing them, you're going to be like, wow, I can't believe they did part of the movie and like i said there is some overlap in some of these i mean you can't complete it doesn't seem like they're completing a movie uh all in one soundstage but um the reason that i wanted to do this was not only to talk about the sound stages that were demolished but the future of i know nothing about the future i don't look into the plans but i kind of did do some research and they're 
there is a plan for more sound stages to be removed. And then I started looking at a map of of everything at Universal Studios lot. Mm -hmm. And in it, you can see all of the sound stages. It shows the whole park and, it's, and it shows the sound stages. And at the end of this, I'll kind of go into what my thoughts are of what I see the park doing in the future. But for right now, we're going to start at um, soundstage 22 because it was 22, 23, 24, and 25 that were demolished. Like I said, there is plans for more of these sound stages to be demolished. And I know a lot of people are kind of sad about that because some of their favorite movies were made. Yeah, some of these movies were huge movies. They are. But first of all, I guess, how do you feel about, and then I'll, I'll say my opinion, how do you feel about sound stages that hold the history of these movies and TV shows being demolished for a theme park? Um, I guess I've never really given that any thought. I don't know. I guess, I mean, the movie's been made and sound stages get turned into, I mean, as, as we're going to go through there, there's tons of different movies that are made in these sound stages. So they're transformable pretty easily. Right. I mean, so I feel like they've made the movie. It's, it's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, times change you move on it, you can't keep it kind of goes like I think of it as kind of a materialistic type of thing you can't keep things forever I mean you can but you can only keep so much and ideas and uh, ideas develop and people grow and change and have different wants and needs and you know it just the idea of creating new worlds and some of these movies, too, maybe maybe they get an idea that they want to create a world from one of the movies or something. And I think that's really cool. Like, I think of Jurassic World, you know, going there and getting to do the rides and seeing what they've created is really cool to see. I think that's more fun and will be more memorable than the soundstage itself. Perfect. Absolutely. I think that's going to create way more memories. And, you know, it's already been shown that Universal is buying up more property in order to make more soundstages. So, yes, it is. It is kind of bittersweet, I guess. And when I was looking throughout these, one of them was Lucille Ball. And I'll get to that at stage 24. But that one made me a little bit sad. But then again, it's like, what you just said, families are going to make way more memories if they make this into more rides and more fun parts for families. And those memories are going to be awesome compared Mm -hmm. to, we don't go in these sound stages. And for me, as long as they keep, and I don't want to go too, too much into this, but as long as they keep the, um, the tram to where you can still kind of go through a lot of, yeah, Yeah, that's really cool. As long as they keep that Mm -hmm. and and they can still, and and I haven't shown you the map, but, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to go into that right now. We're going to go into all of the stuff that has been made on stage 22. Now, I kind of cherry picked. I'm not going to bore you too much with all the details. I'm just going to kind of go into the films or TV shows and the year. And I'm going to go through them fairly quickly. So, 1947, The Egg and I. I've never seen it. In 1948, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. 
1955, Alfred Hitchcock's To Catch a Thief. 1967, Thoroughly Modern Millie. 1970, Airport. 1971, a Clint Eastwood film, Play Misty for Me. 1973, The Sting. There was a TV series called Kojak from 1973 to 1978. In 1981, there was a film called The Incredible Shrinking Woman. (laughs) This is a show that I remember. Have you ever seen Murder, She Wrote? Oh, yeah. I don't actually remember it. I I don't know if I actually Mm. remember it either, but... I remember it being on and... Yeah, I remember my, my grandma my dad, and my mom loving it. Yeah, my dad used to like it. So that was in this stage, and that was filmed from 1984 to 1996. Six. Six. In 1996, there was a TV movie called Mrs. Santa Claus. In 1997, this is a big one, The Lost World Jurassic Park. Mm. May have seen that one. And 1998, Psycho. Have you ever seen Psycho? I've never seen that. We need to watch that one. Is it scary? Yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. In 1999, there was a TV movie, Annie. Uh, There was a TV series called Providence from 1999 to 2002. In 2003, Hulk. What? Really? Yeah. It was made in multiple stages, but this is one of them. Um, Let's see. Oh, here we go. 2004, Princess Diaries 2, Royal Engagement. Oh. 2004, Raising Helen. 2005, Jarhead. Also in 2005, a film called Serenity. 2015, Superstore, which was a TV series. Guess it wasn't that great. So as you can see, I mean, that's the last thing that I can find. I'm sure there's going to be people that listen to this. They're like, okay, there's way more. But uh, Wikipedia doesn't lie. So mm-hmm. that's what I found. Some of the, uh, just so you have an idea of the size of this stage. So the square feet of it was 11,618. The length in feet was 157. And the width of it was 74 feet. The height was 27 feet tall. Um, And that is the history of stage 22, Rest in Peace. (laughs) Rest in Peace. That's that's interesting. I guess I never, I I didn't realize that all these movies were made in what we call sound stages like this. That's... That's pretty pretty crazy. Well, okay, so I'm going to go on to stage 23. Um, so we'll just kind of do the same thing that kind of Chad just did here. So um, a movie called Harvey in 1950. Um, a TV series from 1969 to 1976 called Marcus Welby, MD. A TV series called Emergency, 1972 to 1979. The Sting in 1973. I don't think I've ever heard of any of those. (laughs) (laughs) I actually haven't heard of any of those either. Oh, The Incredible Hulk, which you mentioned. But this is 1978 to 1982. Right, so that was a TV series. I don't know if you ever saw that mm -hmm. with, I think, Lou Ferrigno. No. That was cool. Did you ever see that? No. I like that TV show. I've never 
Never seen it. I'm sure if we look back at it that now. That doesn't shock you, though, right? <laughs> no. I'm sure if we looked at it back, back at it now, we'd be like, that's totally ridiculous. But mm. at the time, it was cool. Uh, 1993, Jurassic Park. Yep, yep. That's huge. Nutty Professor in 1996. Eddie Murphy, funny? Yes. Laugh out loud oh, wait, funny. Wait, wait, What year? 1996. Okay, yeah. Uh, liar, Liar, 1997. That movie made me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't think can, I've ever seen it. Can you imagine having this thing to where you couldn't lie at all? Everything you had to say was completely honest. Anytime anybody asked you, you had is to say that, completely the truth. Is that what that movie's about? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Jim Carrey. Um, that would be hard for me. I don't think I lie a lot, but I think I let sugarcoat things. Do you love me? Of course I Do love you. Do you want to go to Universal Studios Hollywood? Yes. <laughs> okay, done. <laughs> um, the TV series CSI yeah, from that, 2000 to 2015. Wow, 15 that, years. Yeah, that's the big one. I think that's probably the biggest one for that this says stage. It was based on stage 22, 23, 24, and 25. Um, in 2003, the movie The Hulk, The Cat in the Hat in 2003, Prince's Diaries 2, Royal Engagement, which you mentioned mm-hmm. in 2004. Yeah, like I said, there'll be some overlap. The Ring 2. I don't know if I actually saw that movie. I saw the first one and first it was one really scary. Freaked me out. That's one of the scary movies I've seen. That was in 2005. The Skeleton Key, 2005. Is that the one with... Uh, Kate. I don't remember that movie. That sounds familiar. Anyways, I am terrible with movies, you guys. I need to watch more movies. There's just not enough time in the world. Paula hasn't seen most of the movies (laughs) that everybody in the world has seen. I've improved slightly, but yeah. (laughs) Anything new, but you haven't seen any of this older stuff, really. Not, Not really. Okay, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chess, 2006. Now... That surprises me. What? Pirates of the Caribbean. Doesn't oh, it surprise you? A lot of you? these movies surprise me. Well, I don't know how... I think it'd be really cool to be a fly on the wall in these sound stages and be able to see how they do all of this. I do want to go together. in. When we, would, when we did the studio tour, we could kind of see in one of them, and I thought, how awesome would that be to be able to walk through them and kind of see all the sets oh, and I everything. I think that'd be amazing. Yeah, I want to do that. And I want to be like an extra. Do they allow people to do that? just waves. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. <laughs> you want to just can. <laughs> Just an extra. I'll pay you to be in a movie. In the next Harry Potter series that they do. Yeah. Which, by the way. There, is that a rumor? Or side are they really note, doing that? That rumor that we heard about them rebooting the series with all new actors. Please, if there's anybody that is listening to us right now, do not do that. The original with the original actors don't mess with that do not (laughs) screw this series up if you want to do a prequel with the martyrs map um with Sirius black and harry's parents and all that do that if you want to do a post harry potter do that but do not remake those movies don't do it yeah that would be uh, i i I love harry potter and we we both have always tattooed on our body i would not go see (laughs) A remake with different actors of the same movie. Would you? Um, that's a great question. I'd be curious, but I would be very critical. If they're going to do it, it's it still feels too soon 
to do that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think they should. I agree with you. I don't think they should do it. If for they're sure. going to do it, I could see like a TV series. To do a full feature film movie, no. If they're doing something. I thought something, it was a TV series. N- n- well, n- well, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to if look into it. If it's a TV, I don't know. I still don't want to see it. No. Anyways, okay, we know how you feel. Okay. So, You, Me, and Dupree was made here at stage 23 um, in 2006. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, 2007. And Superstore TV series, 2015. So, to give you an idea of the square footage, it's similar to yours, I think. 11,932 square feet, 157 feet long, Mm -hmm. 76 76 feet wide, and 28 28 feet high. Yeah, pretty close and the same size. Mm -hmm. All right, on to stage 24. So... I think it's a TV series. Hmm. The Harry Potter rumor? The rumor. Warner Brothers is planning to make a Harry Potter series with a new cast. Okay, well, that may be a little bit different. I still don't know. It'd still be weird. Uh, it'd still be weird. Just bring back the originals. All right, we are on a stage 24. Uh, so it says on the very top of this, Lucille Ball's dressing room was located directly across the street from stage 24 and I loved Lucy. So they had a Lucy, a tribute show at universal experience. We didn't get to see that. Um, so yeah, here we go. Ma and pa kettle in 1949. You remember that movie? That was a good one. Ma and what? Ma and pa kettle. Don't you remember that movie? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> 1959. There was a film called pillow talk. 1964, man's favorite sport. What do you think man's favorite sport was in 1964? I bet it was baseball. baseball. The TV series, Here's Lucy, from 1968 to 1974. In 1970, Airport, which we've said, also The Sting. 1982, The Thing. So we haven't watched a lot of like the original Monsters movies. I would love to go back and watch some of those. That'd be cool. Yeah, no. No, thank you. There was a TV series called Airwolf from 1984 to 1986. It'd probably be really cheesy to watch now, huh? Yeah, yes and no. I mean, some of those classics, to me, are kind of cool because there's no CGI. Like, we just watched um, Avatar, the second Avatar, which is mind-blowing. And Mm -hmm. the CGI is great, but... Sometimes for me, you go back to those old classic movies where it's just acting and it's silly. Yes. Compared to today, but I don't know. There's something I appreciate about it. Oh, definitely. Which is why whenever Epic universe opens in Orlando to where you'll have the monsters universe, like I love Frankenstein and Dracula that and the mummy, that kind of stuff never gets old to me. Mm -hmm. I, I love it, but I can see where some people wouldn't maybe. I don't know. I, I have to see it. I've never seen right. it. We're going to do it. Let's do it. We need to make a list. My okay. list is going to be real long, you guys. I'm going to need to take like the whole year off to catch up on all these movies. In 1993, Heart and Souls. 93 also was Jurassic Park. Um, let's see. There was a TV series called Front Page. 1993 to 1994. 
There was the movie, The Flintstones, 1994. What? Love that movie. It's a good one. I know the 97, The Lost World, Jurassic Park. TV series called Providence from 99 to 2002. A film, The Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, that's... Viva Rock Vegas. That's not the original Flintstones. There's this two. Was a, there's yeah, two? That's what I'm saying because the first one was, what I say? Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. Have a, yeah, about 1994. So this was six years later. There was uh, another one. Hmm, interesting. CS, CSI the series. Um, I used to love watching CSI. I used to love watching those kind of shows. I never was into those, and I'm still not into them. I don't know. I haven't watched a show you like that like in a, a show long like that now, time. Though. That's funny. It's funny how life has changed, because I don't think, I think you'd be pretty depressed if you were watching those shows now. Well, I, Maybe. I kind of did get a little depressed, and then this is like kind of a tangent, but just real quick, it's like when we watched Grey's Anatomy, and then we had to finally stop watching it, because every week we would be sobbing. Because sh- it was so yeah. depressing. So. I'm sure there's some of the listeners that are like us to where we can only handle so much sadness and then mm-hmm. we got to move forward and watch the holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another one. National Treasure, 2004. <gasps> Love that movie. But doesn't that... So this is why it's weird. I guess I should have done... I didn't really look at these lists too well, but National Treasure mm-hmm. and Pirates of the Caribbean are both Disney movies now. I'm sure they were bought after the fact. So, that they were made here at Universal is kind of interesting to me, but National Treasure, the reason we kind of pause there is because we are watching the new series right now. On Disney Plus. Pretty cool. Check it out. Yeah, we really like it. The girls like it a lot, too. In 2004, Raising Helen. Paula already mentioned the skeleton key because that was made on multiple stages. Uh, once again, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest was made at this. Yumi and Dupree was also at this in Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. So the last thing that I see in this stage, and maybe this is another reason why they got rid of it, was 2007. Hmm. Some of the, uh, so you get the size of this one. This one seems like it was a little bit bigger. The area in square feet was 17,584. Oh, wow. Yeah. 157 length and feet and 112 feet in width. And this one was 33 feet high. So this, this studio was quite a bit It was a little bigger. bit wider. It was bigger. It was wider and a little bit taller. Yeah, yeah bigger than the other ones. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so going on to stage 25. Uh, let's see. In 1956, Written on the Wind... Uh, TV series. Uh, I said this earlier. I believe Marcus Well, BMD, 1969 to 1976. You've never seen the Blues Brothers. Of course I haven't. Dang. People right now are shaking their heads. How can you be a Universal fan and not see the Blues Brothers? What is it about? Car? I don't know. We'll have to look into that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Simon and Simon TV series, 1981 to 1989. Oh, Marty. Sh- I cannot speak. I'm talk- my brain's <laughs> moving like way faster than my... 
Then I'm <clears throat> speaking. Murder, she wrote. Oh, yeah. 1984 to 1996. I Lenetti bet those professor. would be ones. I, I think we could watch. I wonder if the girls, I wonder if we can stream that easily. If the girls, that would be something they are interested in. I don't know. Might be. So, The Nutty Professor, 1996. Liar, Liar, 1997. The Lost World, Jurassic Park, 1997. Annie, 1999. Providence, the TV series, 99 to 2002. The Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps, 2000. Again, CSI, the series, 2000 to 2015. Jurassic Park 3 in 2001. So a lot of the Which Jurassic. was the worst Jurassic Park out of all of them? I'm sorry. I think so. See, they all kind of run together. I started to watch an, a, an older Jurassic the other day, and then something came up, and I wasn't able to finish watching it. But I like to rewatch some of those movies because I forget, or they kind of run together for me. So uh, Garfield in 2004. Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers. That's a funny movie. I know so you that can milk stresses. a cat. That stresses you out. <laughs> it does. I, I it definitely like, any meet, of those meet the movies. Parents, oh man, meet any the of those movies where the they're fuckers. just lying and they could just speak the truth. Just oh, it kills me. That was in Why keep going on with the lie? Yeah, he. Yeah, I. Oh, it's like it's going to come out sooner or later. Uh, War of the Worlds in two thousand five. Do you remember seeing that on the studio tour? So they had that airplane with the crash scene. Oh. That's a cool one. You you probably never seen no. that either, have you? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> well, Duh. Well, fuck. Meet the fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yumi and Dupree, 2006. Ooh, Fast and the Furious. Hobbs and Shaw, 2019. <laughs> you know what? That's the one Fast and the Furious that I haven't seen, the Hobbs and Shaw. Have we seen it? Have I seen it? No. Probably not then, huh? I, I'm pretty sure that's the one with The Rock. Hmm? We saw that one. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing it. It's been a while. This studio is pretty big too. So it, this is a 17,000 square foot um, studio. 17,584 square feet. Mm-hmm. 157 feet long. Sorry. Uh, 112 feet wide and 33 feet tall. So, so yeah. rest in peace. Sound stages 22, 23, Okay, so how many more of these do you think they're going to destroy? Well, and what do you think they're so going to do with them? Once again, I'm not an or expert area. on if these have been done yet. What's but your hunch? Back in 2016, it said Universal still plans to demolish sound stage 29, 33 through 37, and 41 through 44. That's a lot. I wish I had more insight as to what they're going to do, because I'm sure there are people that know a ton. But I'm looking at the map, and I definitely think it would be smart for them to keep expanding. Um, People love Universal Studios parks. Mm -hmm. This is a smaller park, as we've talked about in past episodes. Mm -hmm. It's nothing to the size of Orlando, Mm -hmm. but there's still a lot of potential because I'm looking right now at a map of what Universal, of what uh, Mm -hmm. Super Nintendo World is like. And right behind it, there's stages, and I don't know what these are used for, how in use they are, but there are stages three through 11 
that are basically the same size as this land. If you go to like Japan or what Epic is talking about doing, they're talking about having multiple rides, like a Donkey Kong ride. I see them expanding. Expanding the Nintendo world itself or creating a new world? I think that eventually both. I think that's a long ways away. And there's no rumors of that at all from anything that I can find. But I, I could definitely see that's the thing with this land right now. It's not big. We saw it when we were down there a few months ago. It's There's not a lot of room for a lot of people. That's why I think it's going to be very difficult. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are a little irritated. Because right now I saw online where they have like these kiosks. They're covered, but there's like four or five kiosks. There is no reservations once it opens up until it reaches capacity. I haven't been able to see exactly how many people can get in it, but you know from this park, especially in the summertime or any holiday, this park is going to fill. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you look at like what, so the the biggest rise was in 2016 when Harry Potter, Hogsmeade, mm-hmm. was built. Now you have this land that I think is Nintendo... The reach is going to be just as big. I don't think this land, to me, is going to be as cool and meaning as impactful as Hogsmeade. But it's still to a really lot of popular. People, I think it might be more popular. I mean, even I think about your older brother. Yeah, he loved, still loves playing. I mean, I don't think he really plays anymore. But I remember when we used to be around him and he would play. So my brother, game. yeah, my brother who's he's almost 10 years 50. Older, yeah. And then you have our daughters now that we just bought them the Nintendo Switch. Right. Playing the games. We just downloaded the original Super Mario Brothers and they're playing it for the first time. And the reach is it's, five decades. It's crazy. Six and decades, maybe. You and your brother are really good at it. And the girls are probably going to get good at it. And it's just, it's. It's pretty popular, I think I can see. I could definitely see it expanding some. I, I think it'll need to expand. And then I was looking at some of those ones that they're talking about. Um, so you know where Revenge of the Mummy is. So even behind there, I mean, you've got stage... You've got 16, 17, 20, 21, 22, 23. So just stages 20 through 23... They're smaller, and they're right beside Transformers, which is behind Mummy. There's, uh, I've, I've read some rumors of those possibly going to, but there are a lot of stages over there before you get to like the studio tour. I don't think they'll take any of those away necessarily. I don't think they'll ever do that because I think they'll want to film over there. But then when you start going more over towards the studio tour itself and River Road, there are some big stages. And then I also read where they're, they've expanded and they've started making other stages, other areas. So, yeah, I mean, my, my thought is they're going to keep expanding this park. I think they should. I'm sure there's going to be some people from the past that don't want to see that happen. But, I, you know, with all the money of Comcast, who owns Universal Studios, they could build, they could build those anywhere. People will come. Yeah. If you build it. I think so. And I want to see it. I want to see them expand. I do not want 
one of the rumors was they were going to get rid of Revenge of the Mummy, which don't do that. That is an awesome ride. It is not as cool as the one in Orlando, but still an awesome ride with a weird ending. I don't want to see them get rid of that. I, I just want to see them keep expanding. They were talking about maybe having like the Donkey Kong ride, Donkey Kong ride behind Revenge of the Mummy. I think that's kind of silly because you kind of walk into a land and then you have another ride that's yeah, that'd be super, kind of weird. Yeah, I don't want to see them do that. So that's why I think some of those stages, like I said, behind is what they will eventually get rid of. But that's not me knowing anything. I have n- I've never worked there. It's just uh, <laughs> speculation. I, you know, it's too, it's these parks are too big of a money maker, and I think Universal Studios is really trying to out edge Disney, and this is going to be one of those things that takes money away from people going to the parks i think they're trying to do the same thing in hollywood Mm -hmm. that orlando has done they just haven't had the space they're trying to make it to where people are spending more time at universal studios hollywood and less time at disney Mm -hmm. yeah i and i don't know if it i don't know what it is but i i mean we've are we we're like that i mean we enjoy spending more time at universal um rather than than disney i mean i don't think we've actually we we took the girls to disneyland but they were really they were really young they don't even remember it now um but it'd be interesting to take them to disneyland just to get their opinion um of they'd be bored as hell in disneyland i know they would maybe not disney california adventure the idea and just everything i don't know i think it'd be kind of a cool experience not to do that soon like maybe later on as you know when we take a family trip i think it'd be interesting just to take them and hear their opinion and what what they think about it but i think it's more of the what do you call it like the nostalgia the the memories you know just like even myself as a as a young child growing up with uh, watching a lot of the Disney movies, you know it's really cool to see. But I am more intrigued with the making of the movies and just Universal Studios and uh, you know Harry Potter and um, all of all of the things that they have to offer more. I I just see myself spending more time there. I kind of tend to get bored at Disneyland, I guess, but. Uh, there's still a lot of great things there. It's just it's just different. I think it just depends on how it settles in in each family or in your heart, you know. Well, I think that's for us. Like the nostalgia started at Universal Studios. It didn't start. We we didn't grow up going to Disneyland and Disney World in our adult life. The first time it was just me and you before kids, and we went to Universal Studios before we went to Disney, and then I mean I had been to Disneyland as a kid, and I had too, but, but I had no recollect, no memory really. I think for me, the most impactful memories have been when we we're able to take our kids, and you know, we took our kids to Universal first. But you know, I I don't know, I don't know where we're we're going with this. Um, I'm excited though. I, I was thinking about it. You know, you've got you walk into the park. You've got Hogsmeade, and then you go into the lower lot at the very other end, you've got Super Nintendo World. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of bookending. Super Nintendo World and Hogsmeade, to me, that's so awesome. I also think it's going to be cool to be in the parks 
And if you want to be able to experience like Simpsons Land or some of the shows, mm-hmm. they're going to be less busy, I think, because probably because everyone I think is gonna everybody want is going to go to that lower to the, lot. Mm-hmm. I think first thing in the morning, like what we did last time we were there, instead of other people going straight to Hogsmeade, I think everybody is going to that lower lot. So if you were a mm-hmm. pass holder wanting to experience the upper lot, I think you're going to I think it's going to be not dead, but nothing like what it is right now probably so for me and you as in our family as harry potter fans i think that'd be really cool Mm -hmm. to be able to experience that part of the park and like we've talked about in past episodes this park is just going to keep growing you know we've seen the plans for the new roller coaster we we know that animal actors um and the special effects show is going and there's a rumored uh, Fast and the Furious coaster, which is going to make this park. It, it's going to be exciting this year mm-hmm. and then the next couple years in this park. And it's it's really neat to see where it's going to grow. I'm excited to hear and see where it goes. Yeah, me too. For sure. I'm excited to go back. I just don't know when that's going to be right now. Someday. <laughs> Someday soon. <laughs> so once again, sorry, we had a, a couple weeks off there due to a lot of stuff, but we are going to be back on a regular basis i think you're going to do this with me mrs day absolutely hopefully we'll get the we'll get sophie and olivia in on it too from time to time but in the meantime keep listening the way that you always do and then we've got our facebook page we haven't done too much yet we don't have a web page i'm just kind of seeing where this is going to go because like we've said before we've we've had uh we have our other podcast that we've done in the past and we've really tried to grow it and um and and that's been a lot of fun for our family but we're trying to do that here with this one too daydreaming of universal studios because we love the theme parks and we love universal and i feel like you came up with this idea so we don't bore people who aren't into universal you know this is specifically for universal trip planning yeah and there's not a lot of things there's there's not a lot um of people out there that are talking specifically about this park so that's what we're doing um yeah reach out to us on facebook and uh contact us however you want if you want to hear us talk about anything else we'll do it and uh, hopefully we can have some of you be part of this podcast someday too and we hope to slowly start getting some interviews that would be cool because i know like the uulp that from orlando he does that he'll reach out to people i just gotta have the guts to start reaching out to people to see him see if we can get i would love to have some of the creative team and some people that have worked there on and talking about their experience i thought that'd be cool too absolutely okay that's well, really cool and interesting that's it from me so thank you again for listening thank you everybody yes Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.